What's super interesting and is how often hosts communicate and what the guests remember receiving. Almost 60%, so around 57 or so, remember receiving only one to two messages. That is it. From the time of booking to the time of arrival, they recall one to two messages. So if their host is even sending more than that, then those messages are forgettable. They're not, you know, they're not remembering it. They're, it's making no impact on them whatsoever. Almost 10% don't remember receiving any communications at all. And almost 10% also say they just never received any. They don't, none whatsoever. So then when you look at it, okay, how many communications should we be sending? Because if there's what, let me look at these bars here, 57, 67, 77. I mean, three-fourths, more than three-fourths of the people are barely receiving any communications whatsoever. What effect does that have that on their stay? And then when you look at how that other, say, we're going to say roughly 20, 23% of people who are sending more communications, those are the people with the edge over everyone else. Welcome to Short-Term Rental Solutions, a show for hosts and property managers looking to overcome obstacles, maximize revenue, and optimize their short-term rental business by learning from the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's show of the Short-Term Rental Solutions Show. I'm your host, Christiane Kronk. And this week, we've got a great show because we are talking all about guest communication and how to master guest communication. It's really so much more than just those conversations and the back and forth between your guests. It affects numerous aspects of your business and can affect the profitability as far as whether guests choose to return and book again. It can impact the reviews that you get and go on and on and on. We are so lucky today because we have Tyann Marcy Hammond who's joined us. She is here and she is an expert at guest communication. She collaborates with Touch Day. And so, you know, they're a great tool that people can use to enhance guest communication. So she's going to talk all about her best practices. And then also tell us a little bit about Touch Day and how Touch Day can help us improve guest communications. And I'm just going to put a little word in here that at the end of our show, and I are going to continue the conversation. She's actually going to take us into Touch Day and show us a guide, give us a sense of how it actually works. So be sure to, you know, listen to the, today's episode, but then follow us over to the YouTube channel. Link will be in the show notes where you can actually catch that bonus content. So Tyann, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Uh, not just guest communications, but the way it ties into hosting and hospitality and honestly, repeat bookings, revenue, brand building, marketing, it's tied to everything. I mean, this is one of the things where if you drop the ball on it, it's not going to be good. And when I started 16 years ago as a hobby host, I dropped the ball a lot. So I have lots of stories telling you, I can tell you about, you know, a guest arriving at the door of the vacation rental, standing there trying to call me because I forgot to send the door code and it's a hundred degrees. It's a Missouri summer and it was an hour before I got back to them. Needless to say, they got some pizza and ice cream that evening to help smooth things over, but uh, I did not value communication so much and it showed. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely a learning curve, I think, for people who come into the space that are, you know, like you say, hobby hosts or first timers have their first property. But it doesn't matter whether you're new or experienced. There's always ways that we can be improving and leveling up guest communication. And it seems like the options for communicating with our guests are expanding always evolving WhatsApp, all these different channels that we could be talking with our guests. But I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're so excited to have this conversation. I just want you to take a minute to introduce yourselves. You told us a little bit about the fact that you've been hosting for a long time, but just give us a quick background on who you are and your story here at Short Term Rentals. So I started way back in 2007. So pre-Airbnb, signed the documents to build our very first vacation rental when we were sitting in a water park in Branson and I was pregnant with my third son. So set up the very first uh, vacation rental four-bedroom house and uh, with the baby on my hip and he's literally grown up in the industry so he and his brothers help us out and you know fast forward I now have two boutique property management companies of curated properties uh, Branson Family Retreats those are the large homes so Four bedrooms is our smallest, and we go up to 10 bedrooms in size. And then we have historical properties in Missouri wine country, and that's our Missouri house vacation rentals. So I do those two things, and then I also am the queen of guest experience for Touch Day Digital Guidebooks and get to travel everywhere and talk to different conferences and podcasts and things like that. This last year was really incredible getting to go to Croatia's very first industry conference and speaking on stage there. And then being on stage of the Vacation Rental World Summit. And then I know this is recording will come, you know, be published later. But then next week I'll go to Nashville for the Women's Summit and for a Data Revenue Management Conference. So it's, it's really fun meeting so many people and learning about other people's businesses. And even though I've been in it so long, it's I always look forward to what can I learn from other people? How are other people doing it? How can I, how can I get better? And then I enjoy sharing what I've learned so that people don't have to make those really horrible mistakes that I have made. I mean, there's different points where it's like double booking. Yep, done that. Bed bugs. Yep, done that. Uh, cleaner didn't show up. Yep, done that. That, you know, it's those different, I don't want to say highlights, but what, what's the word? Milestones or things you have to go through to right. realize, <laughs> you know that that oh shoot moment you know and then you yeah it's like it's like you're not a real host until you've had the cleaners not show up and you're trying to navigate that like there's these moments that are almost like rites of passage like I've been through the fire I'm like legit now you know yes exactly yeah totally so I am really curious. I heard that there's this study that I think it was, did Touch Day commission it, this guest communication study? We did. Yeah. So we commissioned this um, communication study. We call it the guest communication study. It was of 2,000, a little over 2,000 travelers this summer. And we had, you know, they had to clarify that they stayed at a vacation rental because we wanted to find out how communications with a vacation rental versus any other types of lodgings. And so 2024 vacation rental guests based in the USA. So we based it in the US, not global this time. And interestingly, 57% of them were female. They identified as female and 43% identified as male, which personally, I'm not surprised at that at all because when guests book my place, it's majority women who are doing the booking and making the plans. And then 
Also, the the age range was interesting, but actually it was no surprise simply because who has the money? And those are the people booking the vacation rentals, right? So 41% hit that 55 plus mark. So when you look at the guest communication study and you realize, okay, who is the one booking? How old are they? What, who do they? How do they identify? Things like that. Then what type of communications they want? How did they make them feel? When do they want the communications? How did the communications influence their stay and spending money and leaving reviews? All of that, we were able to put that data together into this study. And it's super exciting. Uh, the, one of the parts that I love the most is how the guests felt and how much money they spent compared to the number of communications they remember receiving. And that's really key because when you dive into it, it's very apparent how the number of quality communications made a major difference on money spent, nights stayed, and um, how they felt about their stay and wanting to leave a review. Wow. So, I mean, give us a sense of what that actually was. I mean, you might not have the exact statistics like right off the top of your head, but a major difference. Like, yeah. So I, I pulled up the study on my other screen here so I could give you the numbers. Okay. So it's super interesting and is how often hosts communicate and what the guests remember receiving. Almost 60%, so around 57 or so, remember receiving only one to two messages. That is it. From the time of booking to the time of arrival, they recall one to two messages. So if their host is even sending more than that, then those messages are forgettable. They're not, you know, they're not remembering it. They're, it's making no impact on them whatsoever. Almost 10% don't remember receiving any communications at all. And they're almost 10% also say they just never received any. They don't, none whatsoever. So then when you look at it, okay, how many communications should we be sending? Because if there's what, let me look at these bars here, 57, 67, 77. I mean, three-fourths, more than three-fourths of the people are barely receiving any communications whatsoever. What effect does that have that on their stay? And then when you look at how that other, say, we're going to say roughly 20, 23% of people who are sending more communications, those are the people with the edge over everyone else. So I'm going to scroll down this here. So does it make you happier? Does more communications make the guests happier? And those that said they only received one to two times, they said, yeah, I have all I needed and more about 30% of the time. That's it. But when it was increased to six to 10 messages, 50% of the folks said, yeah, I have all I needed and more. So they felt like that was enough. The sweet spot we found when we asked them how well looked after did you feel? So those that said, I felt very well looked after, the sweet spot was actually three to five communications. And, and then just, just it dips a little bit lower when you go to 610 to 11 plus. But I think a lot of it also depends upon the quality of your communications too. Me personally, and a lot of people give me this look like, you are crazy lady when I tell them our average touch points of guest communications from the time of booking to the time of arrival with our large houses, that brand, it's 23 times. Wow. 
And and it works. It, it, it truly works because when I think about communicating with my guests, I am I am pushing information to them and saying, I'm here. I don't expect you to respond to me, but I am here. Here's some information that's timely. And I know you're about to ask me a question. So I'm going to answer that before you even ask me. And I've timed things to where it answers their questions before they even ask them. And then training them to go find the information when they have additional information or additional questions. So going back to our Touch Day digital guidebook and then letting them know, hey, I know you're concerned about traffic. Here's the information about traffic. I know you're concerned about hot tub safety. Here's the information about the hot tub safety. Day of arrival. Hey, we're really excited to see you, but we want to verify how many people and how many dogs are arriving because this is important for emergency purposes. That's a nice way to put that we need to know how many people need to be saved in case of a fire. That is it, it, honestly the, the thing for sure. But, you know, putting that nicely. So divvying up your communications like that and showing your care and personalizing it to who your guest is uh, makes a world of difference. That's amazing. And wow. It, I mean, is this study publicly available? Is this something we can go to the Touchday website and like download or where, where can people it find is. it? Yeah. So touchday.com slash guest communication study. And there's a little hyphen between guest communication study or just go to our website. I think we've got a link on there too, that you can download this, take a look at it, see all the pretty graphs and things, but it's a really good, well-written to help you you know, decipher what the data means and how you can apply that as well. Because it's not just saying, hey, here's a bunch of data. It's here's how that applies to you and what you can do to take advantage of this data as well. Yeah. Well, I'm intrigued now. We're going to, I'm going to actually make sure that a link to that is put in the show notes. So anybody who's listening now or watching on YouTube, we'll have the link in the description in the show notes so that you guys can grab that and go right to it because I think that's what I'm going to be doing after my conversation wraps up with Tyan. But so, okay, imagine that I've booked a stay with you. You kind of walked us through a few things, but what would that communication flow look like? So with my guests in Branson, the first thing that they receive is an email confirmation after they've booked. And then they also get a text message from Touchday's memo platform saying, hey, we're really excited you booked. Here is our digital guidebook with more information about the property and the area. So right away, text and email. That first email is, is longer than I would like, but I also know it's a informational, factual email that has to cover certain things. And that's the only email we send out that's super long. Um, after that, we go into emails that are fun. So even the next day, it's, hey, now that we've got the um, losing my words here. We've got the formalities out of the way. Let's go into the fun stuff. You know, this is where we think is the best place to buy show tickets and attraction tickets. This is our favorite restaurants. And then we guide them back to our digital guidebook with those, with the links directly to those parts. And then we actually send a physical greeting card to their mailbox if they've booked far enough out. And this physical greeting card has our favorite hiking trail in the area. It tells them why it's our favorite hiking trail. And it gives them that, that piece, that physical piece, that physical card to look at and savor and plan. They can put it on their fridge. They can put it on the windowsill by the kitchen sink. 
you know, wherever it is, they they put it there and they can look at it and be like, yes, we know our stay is coming. Hey, guys, we really need to go, you know, do this. And it gives our information and keeps us and our brand top of mind throughout that entire stay. So that's just a couple things that that we do right away. And then we've got a couple more that go in the middle. Factual things like thank you for your payment. I count that as a touch point. And we use that touch point to make sure we continue with our brand and our brand voice. So it's always Nat and Tyann Branson Family Retreats, voted Best Family Lodging in Branson. See our social media at Branson Family Retreats. So drilling that in over and over again so that they know who we are and that they've booked with us, not with a marketing platform that they might have come to us through. That's great. That's great. Like, I love this. All of this. I'm thinking, I need to do that. That's amazing. Like, how much of that is automated? I'm, I'm sure that the emails and stuff. No, everything. Well, okay. The only manual part that I have to do is I have to download the spreadsheet of guests that have booked within the time frame since I've last sent my last card and then upload it to the system that I use for the card. So that takes about five minutes once a month. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Everything else automated. It, it's all integrated. So it drops in the guest's name, the property name, their dates, all of those details that makes it personalized. So they feel like it's still coming from us and all in our brand voice. And, you know, I don't expect people to respond, but a lot of times they do. And the one that they usually respond to is the one that goes out seven days before arrival. And it's talking about the traffic issues and the hot tub safety. Yeah. I'm curious. Are you a rental agreement person? Like, do you oh, yeah. have your, yeah. Yes. I am too. It's a, it's a super big deal to me, but it's interesting how many people are like, oh, no, we don't do a rental agreement, but I don't know. That's probably a whole nother show. I'm, I'm totally, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So the guest agreement is imperative and we've got, we've gotten one for every single guest for the past over 16 years. It is for insurance reasons because we have business liability insurance. And if there was something to happen, then we need, they would need to see there's a guest agreement for certain dates and certain amount to be covered. And then also our bank. So, you know, I love the relationship with my bank where I can text my banker and say, hey, Joey, I need a million dollars this month. And he'd be like, oh, what you going to build? You know, it's no problem. But he knows I have my paperwork in order that we have the guest agreements. We have all of that, you know, ready to go. And we're operating well. We're operating professionally. So it's, you know, all those things come together to be like, okay, we're, we're professional, we're legit, we're not flying under the radar. This is how we operate. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now I've booked, I'm excited. I've gotten the postcard. I've been reading your messages. I've visited the touch day guide. I love that you're linking them to direct sections of the guide, as opposed to just like the front of the guide, like that kind of homepage for the guide. So that's a really great idea. I've, I'm sh I've gotten the rental agreement. I'm sure you've sent me, you know, you've sent me the traffic information, day of check-in, I'm getting my door code, all these different types of things. What about I use, I send my guests a message kind of like that first morning after their stay. What's, what's the flow look like from kind of there forward? So what we do is the night they arrive, we watch, kind of watch the lock, see when they arrive, and we actually do a physical phone call so they hear our voice. And we just say, hey, we just want to make sure you guys arrive safely and everything's good at the house. And, you know, usually it's, yes, thank you so much. We had a quick question about this or that. 
And then to me, that opens up the communication line. It puts our number at the top of their phone. And we tell them, you know, you're welcome to call or text us on this number. And then after that, we leave them alone. I don't do the morning after one unless they arrived really late at night. So I, you know, knowing who our guests are and we understand what works best for them. That's why we do that. Where, you know, that's, that's honestly the key is knowing your guest and your target guest and who it is you're serving and what it is, you know, are they early arrivers? Are they going to arrive really late and it's better to do it the next day? Are they going to sleep in? What type of, you know, guest is it? What kind of activities do they come to your place for? And just being aware of those little things, you know, and just adjust your communications according to that. But after that, we leave them alone. And then the night before arrival, they get a text from Touch Day, from Memo, saying, hey, we're, you know, you know, you've had a great time. We're sad that tomorrow you have to leave. But don't forget, checkout instructions are in your digital guidebook. And we have the direct link to that section. And then also on the front of the fridge, because we put the, you know, the checkout instructions, a QR code to the guidebook and safety information on the fridge where everybody goes because everybody eats, everybody's hungry right there at eye level. So they get that text message, you know, prompting them also about checkout time because of large houses, that's a lot of people to get out the door. And I wish we could do later checkouts, especially in the summer, but it's just physically not possible. Some of our houses take you know, 24 million hours to turn and there's only six hours between, you know, departure and arrival. So, you know, we, we can't do that a whole lot. And then so the next morning we do send another memo text out at 8.30 a.m. saying, you know, if you guys, just a quick reminder, our cleaners will be there at 10 a.m. But if you've already left, please let us know. And a lot of times we'll get a text at 8.32 say, hey, yeah, we've already left. Thanks so much. And then this has also helped for our cleaners to arrive when they arrive at 10. The guests have actually departed and they're not sitting there. <laughs> our cleaners aren't sitting around waiting for the guests to mosey on out, you know, 15, 20 minutes late. Yeah. Well, real quick, man, this, this time is going so fast. I feel like I'm not going to get a chance to ask you all the questions that I have. This concept of AI, like all these platforms are like, okay, we have AI messaging now and like, have you guys dabbled with that? What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so my my personal thoughts. Okay, so not not touch day thoughts, but pers- my personal thoughts. I am very leery of of letting any automated messaging go out that is like is AI, like the AI AI bots reading it, deciphering it, and saying, "Oh, this is the information that should be told." And I have a story of, of why. You have to be very careful with this. So another host that I know used AI and the guest message that they were having problem with the toilet and the toilet was backed up and they, they are having issues and AI started answering the questions, but they weren't answering the questions because it didn't understand what the question and the issue was. So the guest was getting very frustrated and very upset. And thankfully, the host, you know, she saw it. She's like, oh, my gosh, I got to jump in. So she jumps in, calls the guest, figures out what exactly the issue is, that it simply just needed to be plunged. That was it. And so she walked the guest through how to plunge the toilet over the phone because the guest had never plunged a toilet before. So she's on the phone, you know, saying, OK, push it down, push it up, pull it, push it down, pull it up, push it down, pull it up. And, you know, did you get it? And she's like, yeah, I got it. You know, and it became a great bonding moment as well 
between the guest and the host. And, you know, the guest was like, oh, my gosh, I just plunged the toilet for the first time in my life. And now she turned this really poor experience into a really great experience because of the human touch. And I, that to me, I will automate as much as possible so that I can spend more time on human touch where it makes a difference. I love that. I, I agree. I, I've seen it. I know that some of the tools that I have have it kind of baked in, but I'm like you, I'm like kind of nervous to, to pull the trigger on that. And I love that story because things go wrong. Things happen from time to time. And I really do feel like, and maybe you can chime in on this, maybe you kind of already have in a sense with that story, but it is possible to recover the relationship with your guest when things go wrong. And I think communication is huge in, in making that happen. It, it is. We, so last summer we had a guest arrive right at check-in time. It was a same day turn. And they called me up and said, hey, Tayan, we have a problem. I'm like, okay, what's the problem? Well, the house isn't cleaned. The cleaner had missed it on their schedule that day. And I, that's like one, one of the top, what, three to five nightmares of a host. And it's summer. It's a Saturday. It's, you know, it's like they've been traveling. They're tired. Exactly. The, the kids and everything. It's like, okay. But at the end of their week, this had never happened to me before. End of the week, they said, hey, Tayan, we have something in the fridge for you. And they had made us a homemade coconut cream pie as a thank you for their stay and how we were able to recover that really bad check-in moment. And part of that was is because we built that relationship with them from the time they booked and said, hey, we choose this house. We choose Tayan and Ransom Family Retreats. And we built that relationship with our communications, with our social media, all the way up to the time they arrived. And they, once something happened that was wrong, they knew, hey, Tayan will take care of it. It's no big deal. It's all good. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, and I've had experiences where things have gone wrong. And sometimes my message is, you know, the, the guest has communicated and we've, you know, had a, a little back and forth, but like kind of my last message for a minute, you know, a, a while until like the HVAC guy shows up or whatever, is I just message him and I say, on it, you know, I'm on it. And that just lets them know, okay, they're, they're on it. They're taking care of things. And, and so it kind of diffuses that tension or that stress. Yeah, I've had multiple experiences where just fluky, you know, weird things happen. And it is definitely possible to recover that. But communication is 100% the key to that. So can I ask you real quick, that memo feature that TouchDay has, explain that and like, how are people using it? Yeah. So it's super cool. Memo is our text or email notification system. So you can schedule texts or emails to go out to your guests according to arrival and departure dates. So you can say, so for instance, I have my PMS, my property management software, send out a email with directions and things like that 14 days before arrival. Now, at the same time, I have Memo send a text saying, hey, I just sent you an email with directions. Let me know if you didn't get it. And then that covers, you know, the email coming in and the text that they check it because, you know, sometimes people don't look at their emails or something goes to spam. You know, it's gotten completely rid of someone saying, hey, I didn't get my directions. I didn't get my door code. What's going on here? And we're 
doing that extra piece of communication. Now, memo text, when we first started it, I told the team is like, okay, guys, I need two-way texting because I have to communicate with my guests back and forth. We got to have this. And they said, no. And I'm like, no, you guys don't understand. I need two-way. And they're like, Tayan, just, just try it. Try it one way. We're only texting to the guest and the guest cannot reply to you on the memo. Like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm Does it say in the message, like, do not reply to this number or whatever? So what, what I do on my messages, I do say, this is a do not reply. If you have a cue, a question, so I do a question mark, text me at, and then I put our actual team number that the whole team has access to. Got it. And so I'm like, okay, I will test this, guys. But I'm telling you right now, I'm probably going to keep pushing for two-way. So it has been a year and a half of one-way notifications. So you call them notifications. And I won't change it. It is fabulous. Because what is happening is, is I am notifying my guest and I am giving them information without the expectation of them having to reply. It also cuts the noise from the communications coming in. So there isn't this thumbs up or this like or the thank you or I got it. You know, all those little things that us as host and property managers need to do to tell the guests, hey, we got this. But the guests aren't, don't have to respond that way. And it cuts out that extra noise. And that means when our guests do contact us and I make sure, you know, it's easy tap within that tech, you know, that notification text to just tap the number and, and text us or call us. It makes it easy for them. And we know they actually do have a question that needs our attention. And it's not just noise. That's an amazing tip because I am familiar with Touch Day. And I thought the same thing when I saw that it was one way. I'm like, how is that going to be super helpful? But yeah, just letting the guests know, you know, baked in there that this is the way you can reach out to me. If you actually have something that you need to say, that's, that's genius. So yeah, and then also the concept of, hey, FYI, I just sent you an email. That's brilliant too, because I don't know about anyone else's email box, but mine is flooded with so many messages and I'm busy some days and it may be hours or even the next day before I get around to checking, you know, I don't know, I have multiple email addresses. So like that one address where all that type of stuff goes, it's not necessarily the first, you know, email inbox that I'm checking the most regularly throughout the day. So to get a message and say, hey, you need to go, you know, check the email for this or check your email for the message that I sent. I can see how that could, you know, create that loop of security and connection to know that the odds that your guest is actually going to go find that message go up dramatically. So yeah. yeah. And has it created that that sense of care that our get our guests now have is they they know hey, Anne will take care of us. She's had our back this entire time. She's made sure we've had the information before I was even asking about it. She knows us. She's got us. And this is going to be great. And I actually ended up having a guest tell us that on video as well. And I love showing that in my presentations too. So what happened is we arrived, it was July 4th week. So highest rate of the week, of the highest rate of the year and they arrived, it was Saturday. So you have weekend, you have holiday, and it was after hours. It's the trifecta. You're not getting a service person if something goes wrong. 
So they had called and said, hey, tell you the dishwasher's not working. And my husband and I were like, screw it. We're not even going to try for a service person. We're just going to go with YouTube and figure this out ourselves. So we go, the, we go there, rock up to the door, knock, and he opens the door and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. And it's just been amazing, all the communications you've sent us. And we've been traveling for 30 years as a giant family. And this is the best information and so organized. And we feel like we're ready to have an amazing time just because of all the information you've sent us at the right time, just when we needed it. And I had never spoken to this gentleman ever until it was my husband called and said, hey, you guys arrived safely? Yep, all good. You know, an hour later, oh, dishwasher's not working. We'll be right there. But they felt cared for. And that's what I'm going after. Well, and I think that's, that's the ideal. That's what we're striving for. And so building this guest communication flow and system, it's like gold. And, you know, that family sounds like the type of family that's going to be booking before they leave even. Or, you know, you're going to see them again because they've already told you that you are above and beyond any travel experiences that they've ever had before. So how amazing is that? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not just me either. You know, I'm not an outlier. There's other, you know, rocks. We call our touch day users rock stars. And then so we have a, a secret private Facebook group of rock stars that, you know, they'll post in there. They're like, I think it was Bob. He, you know, he said, I just got this uh, message from my guest. And he said, hey, Bob, I haven't even arrived yet, but I'm ready to give you five stars. It's just been fantastic. All of the information you've sent to me ahead of time. I love that. That's so amazing. Oh, man, Tyann, thank you so much for taking the time to um, join me today and really educating us and opening our eyes really to the possibilities of ways in which we can improve our guest communication and just provide an outstanding experience even before they arrive from that moment of a confirmed reservation through to when they check out and leave. So thank you so much. Tons of takeaways here. So uh, we're going to actually, Tyann and I, we're going to continue this conversation and this will be bonus content that again, you can catch on YouTube where we're going to be, you know, jumping into touch day and showing you guys exactly what it's about. Tyann, I did we even give people a summary? Give us like the, the 60 second on what touch day is and how people use it. Touch day is the best in class, most beautiful and simple digital, gu digital guidebook platform. It helps you to answer your guest questions before they even ask them. It helps you to have operational efficiencies, better revenue, booked more nights, and building your brand and marketing with your guests in an absolutely phenomenal way. All right. Tell people how they can connect up with Touchday. Head to our website, touchday.com. We're on Facebook at Touchday, Instagram at Touchday Welcome. We are all human teams. There's no AI doing anything. So when you do message us or ask us a question, it is a human answering you as quickly as possible. We've got, you know, try a free trial, play with us, see, see how you like it for your short-term rental, for your bed and breakfast, for your boutique hotel, your dental office, your skydiving, your elevator manual. I mean, anything you can think of, cleaning guides, owner guides, whatever it is that you want to put information in that looks beautiful and simple to use. That's amazing. All right. Well, hey, everybody, go check out Touch Day. And I think that you guys said that you guys are willing to offer a 14-day free trial. Mm -hmm. for we do. Who are, yep, that's great. 
So a great opportunity to get in, you know, explore touch day, poke around a little bit and see if it could potentially be a solution that would be a good fit for you and your short-term rental business. So thank you so much, Tyann. We really enjoyed having you on today's show. Be sure to join us next time where we have another conversation with the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you could spare a moment, please leave the show a quick review. Your review helps us help more hosts and property managers like yourself. By the way, if you're a realtor, lender, bookkeeper, accountant, interior designer, or other professional who specializes in serving the short-term rental industry, we need to get you listed on STR Hub and start spreading the word about your services. So reach out to me via email, Christiane at strhub.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time to catch my latest conversation with the innovators designing the solutions that are shaping our industry.